Hi everyone and welcome to Matcha Moments, the podcast where we talk about all things post-grad and how to survive your 20s semi-sane. Go pour yourself a matcha and hang out with us as we laugh about our failures, celebrate our little wins and motivate each other to be the best versions of ourselves. and welcome to our third episode of Matcha Moments. This episode we wanted to talk about navigating friendships in your 20s, from maintaining long-distance friendships to cutting off toxic friends and everything in between. But first, let's go into our highs and lows of this week, like we do every episode. Tara, what's your week been like? (laughs) My week has been quite nice, actually. It was a bit stressful, I'd say, at the beginning. Um, But overall, it was just a good week. Uh, and I'd say my high for this week is that I've started rewatching The Fosters Woo! again for the first time since. I know, I know. We're probably gonna annoy people by the amount of time we're t- uh, we're spending talking about this. Um, but so I haven't. I've watched it once in my whole life, so I haven't re. You know how people rewatch yeah. series over and over again. I've so this is the first time I'm rewatching it. I again. love rewatching and old shows. I feel like it's been. Yeah, but I feel like it's been a a good amount of time, you know, because I've forgotten some things, but also, like, I remember so much as well. And I've already cried Aww. so much because, like, I already know what's going to happen. Um, But it's such a feel-good series, I think, and it's also just, it's very nostalgic, so I'm just remembering my childhood watching this. And, yeah, just, just nice feeling those memories again. And I'd say my low for this week is that I just haven't had much motivation work-wise, <laughs> which is not the greatest. I've just been... I think it's because we're just doing, we're like wrapping up yeah. a project now and it's just the boring like last minute things. Um, so it just hasn't been fun and I've been avoiding it by watching the past <laughs> so I'd say greatest, that's good procrastination. <laughs> yeah, at least, I'm, at least I'm feeling good about myself. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who hasn't listened to our first episode, we talked about the Fosters in that one. And I actually have started The Good Trouble this week, which, oh my God. The series is so good. For anybody who hasn't watched it, it's amazing. I'm already almost at the end of season one. I I am shameful to admit. Also, you have to tell the listeners how your interview went and your driving lessons that you were talking about last week. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so my driving lesson went really well, I'd say, because my instru- first of all, my instructor was really nice. I was very surprised. He was such a gentleman. Aww. So you know how like you start the, the lesson with him driving, because so, he drove us somewhere, and then we were switching so that I could... I wouldn't know. I've not had any lessons. <laughs> well, anyways, because it was the first lesson, I'm pretty sure he didn't want me to be in the car, just like leaving the house. Yeah. Um. So he drove me somewhere, like, to this tiny village so that it's easier with the roads and stuff. Um, and then when we switched, he waited on the side of, like, on the door, and he held it open for me to go in, which I, like, didn't expect him to do, but I was like, wow, that's nice, that's very nice, and he's just, like, very calming, and he just, I don't know, I felt really, like, comfortable with him, so I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna continue lessons with him, which is good. Um, my next one is on Tuesday, so looking forward to that. (laughs) And then I'd say my interviews, I don't, well, they went well, but I feel like you can't tell. Yeah, because no, I didn't. Can't. It was just a phone interview, and so I'd they'd ask me a question, I'd say the answer, and then they'd just be like, "Okay, great, next." And then so there's there's no like feedback or anything, but just it went well, and like I was I wasn't too nervous about it, so I don't know. Same positive. What about you, Leo? What's your what's your highs and lows for this week? I'd say my highlight has been. 
spending time with my family because I think especially with everything that like is going on right now it's like good for me to know that like I have them around me and like to fall back on and even though I like maybe don't always show it I'm very very grateful like to be here with them and to know that they'll always be here for me so mm-hmm. if, if they're listening because I know that they listen to this podcast <laughs> I love you very much hello Leah's family <laughs> the low light is basically that germany has just announced its second lockdown which i feel like might happen in england as well but i just had like a little bit of a a mini sad moment last night about it because i just got into kind of a mood of you know i feel like there'd just been a bit of hope again because everything had kind of felt like it's going back to normal everything was opening up again and it almost felt like oh we we regained like a semblance of our normal life um so it was kind of just like a little bit disappointing. But yeah, I know that there's nothing that we could do about it because the situation's just so out of our control. And I know that it's yeah. for the greater good. And, you know, I also know that we're still in such a privileged position anyways. So and my so my family was kind of was like talking me down off a ledge yesterday and just like reminding me <laughs> that everything is okay. So yeah. It is annoying, though, because you feel like, oh, it's fun. Like, we're almost getting out of it, and then it just gets worse. Yeah. Um, and it, I guess it could feel like this year has just been a bit of a, like, a waste. But obviously it's not, because we've all learned things, and, yeah. and, like, everyone has gone through this, and I think everyone's just gained, like, a new perspective on life. So, yeah, just stay positive. <laughs> not corona positive. It's like Kylie Jenner said. It's the year of realizing things. I feel like I, this year I, like, realized things you know like it's a year of realizing things. <laughs> exactly <laughs> totally <laughs> even though she said it about a different year but i think she's finally relates. relatable <laughs> <laughs> the one thing she said that's relatable <laughs> sorry kylie jenna don't don't come for me <laughs> So yeah, we wanted to talk this episode about sort of different things surrounding friendships in your 20s. And Mm -hmm. I think the first thing that I guess we've kind of had to deal with coming out of school, going to uni, and now I guess being in this strange postgrad phase um, is kind of like how you keep in touch. Because I think so much, especially in this pandemic, has like happened online. Mm -hmm. What are your opinions on it? Um, So I think... Obviously, it's like it's nice to be receiving messages from your friends checking up on you, and it's also nice to be sending messages because it shows that you care. Like, I just love you know going on my phone and seeing like a message from a friend, just being like, "Hey, how are you?" Like, it's been a while because it's obviously nice because you know, okay, they thought of you and they were thinking of you. But I feel like there just yeah. shouldn't be <laughs> that pressure to to keep in contact every single yeah. day. Um, and, like, I just don't like when people make you feel guilty for it. So I've had this experience a lot because I'm quite bad with my phone. I don't like... Because if I'm so immersed in my phone, I just... I think I disassociate with everything else around me. So I don't like to, to be on my phone. Because also, especially when people are expecting you to be... It's not just, like, texting. It's, like, a live conversation. So, like, someone's messaging and they message a few seconds later. That's, like, 30 minutes of my day just being on my phone. And I don't like to think about that. Yeah. So, like... I'll reply to your message, but then I'll put my phone down. Like, I'm not going to be on my phone just waiting. I agree, though. I do the same. Yeah. Yeah. But then I just don't like the guilt. So, like, if I 
if I reply a few hours later, it's not because I don't care. It's just because I've been doing things with my life. Um, and I just don't like sometimes yeah. the guilt that people make me feel when I've not been replying. Or also, I just think some people aren't like don't like to keep in touch online as often. So just learn what your friends want and like what they're comfortable with. So if they say I'm happy, I'm ha- okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I don't want to message every single day, but I'm happy to keep in touch. Like once a month, just do a call and just catch up on things, and that's fine. Like don't make feel don't make someone feel bad for not wanting to talk every single day. You know? No, I definitely agree. I think you have to realize that not every friendship is going to be the same and not every person fulfills like everything that you might expect in a person. Yeah. You know, some friends are more sort of if you have like fun conversations or go out with them or other friends you would go for if you want really deep advice. Mm -hmm. And I think the same goes for like communication styles. And I think it just differs from person to person, like the relationship you have with them. Yeah. Because my best friend from home, I think we've been like long distance friends for like probably almost five years oh my gosh which is crazy to think about and I think the way we've actually managed to like still stay so close is because we're in contact pretty much every day and we keep each other very much updated on like what's happening yeah that's crazy and obviously like it ebbs and flows like depending on how busy we are you know I would never want anybody to feel pressure that they have to message me back because everybody has <laughs> yeah. shit going on, you know, if you're in exam season, I don't want you to be listening to my 10 minute voice messages. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that person that's always talking, but then I've kind of, yeah. like, I've gotten that vibe from you that you like to keep in touch and stuff, and you always, like, send voice notes and stuff. But, so I think I've, like, made an extra effort with you to try to keep in touch. <laughs> so, Leo, you. you should appreciate it. <laughs> no, but yeah, and then I have a different friend who I've known since I was 14, and we live in different cities. And we've got, like, very sporadic content. Like, I think we probably are in touch, like, every few months. Yeah. But then whenever we do see each other again, or if, like, one of us sort of is coming to the city of the other person, it's still going to be the same as it was. I love that. I love that feeling. Yeah. Because you know that no matter what, like, you cannot speak for three three months. Exactly. But as soon as you see each other, everything goes back to normal. And also, you just have so much, like, to catch up on, which I think is is nice. The funny thing is, though, because... Leo Leo knows how crap I am at like responding so she's made me change my whatsapp name to like <laughs> like Leo's name on my phone is reply or friendships over <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I do you remember but so so like now doing the podcast with Leo I, we've been I think we've been in more we talk every day now yeah and I remember Oh, I don't remember. It was a few nights ago, but Leo Leo didn't message goodnight. And I was just like, fuck, what's going on? And I messaged her in the morning. I was like, Leo, are you okay? Like, I'm so used to waking up to voice notes from you. What's going on? And you were like, oh, sorry, I took a nap and I just never woke up. (laughs) But it's just because I'm so used to now receiving messages from Leo. I was just like, okay, I need to make sure she's okay. (laughs) Uh, We're basically, I'm the second relationship in your life now yeah I just I reply to Ed and then Leo like you're my top <laughs> two people that I speak to every day now <laughs> oh that makes me happy I think that's so cute <laughs> so I guess we have similar views on this then it's just like read the person so if they want to talk every day and you're comfortable talking every day then then do that but if, but respect that they don't want to if they don't yeah. want to and also I think if if somebody doesn't reply straight away or like even within a day or a week don't automatically assume that it's because they don't care about you because I guess you just never know what's going on in their life and you never know whether, you know, I think 
99% of the time it's not because you know they don't care about you or because they're mad at you or anything yeah it's just, it's just because they've got other stuff going on yeah and just don't take it the wrong way yeah I think that's something a bit toxic that's come out of the pandemic I think especially at the beginning people were assuming that you were always available for like FaceTime yes. or Zoom calls or messaging because it was like oh well what else are you doing you know yeah so the next thing we want to talk about is just how friendships can change because of lifestyle changes so like getting a new job or making new friends at work and things like that or even being being in a relationship I know that affects friendships so much because there's yeah it does yeah so just like (laughs) how do you handle how do you keep a relationship a friendship strong even though both people are changing and have different like lifestyles and they're in different points in their lives I don't know how would how would you yeah. say like what would you say you do for that? I think we have to also accept that friendships are going to shift and like take on new forms throughout the years like even if maybe not want them to at the beginning because especially mm-hmm. I think in our 20s friendship dynamics shift so much because we go from high school where the main circle of your friends are just the people that you see every single day and yeah. I think then after high school or after school it really becomes clear which of those friends were maybe more in that sense like convenience friends because you saw them every day and then which mm-hmm. friends are you actually going to stay in contact with and then in uni you have like a mix of your uni friends and then also your like school friends from home and then the older you get yeah. I think the more you accumulate just like this eclectic mix of friends which makes it kind of like <laughs> less of a traditional like friendship clique that we may have in our head as like that's what you have to have like you have to have this like one group of I don't know girlfriends or whatever I think I think for me so I know like in high school one of the reasons I was friends with some people was just because of our interests like very similar Mm. interests and obviously interests change over time because people just go through like phases in their lives so I think like something I'm thinking back on is to ask yourself were you friends with that person just because of their interests or because you liked their values and like liked who they were as a person because I feel like if you because I have friends now that have completely like shifted and their interests are so different than mine but just because they're not like on my level of like hobbies and interests doesn't mean I don't like them as much like I still would do anything for them and like care yeah so I think so obviously it's normal to drift a bit because your your interests have changed but I think if you just value the person because of their like morals and stuff then it shouldn't matter just because you have like a different sort of lifestyle they're still your friend I don't know I think actually sometimes friendships can like grow stronger because you've had to go through like different lifestyle shifts and then you notice that like oh which people are still with you and like which people after so many years you still get along with or whoever like supports your transitions as well because I think I think especially the difference between high school friends and uni friends, I think I think at uni that's when you really reinvent yourself and like become who you are because you have all this freedom yeah. to express yourself however you want to. So if the friends in high school that still want to be your friend, even though you've changed, I think those are like the true friends because you, you realize that they're just supportive of everything. And obviously it's normal to be like, oh... Like, Leo, I don't think you should be <laughs> hanging out with these people and doing these things. And it's What are you saying? Normal to be sharing. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, Leo. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, it's I think it's healthy to also be, like, we're worried. Like, let's yeah. say you start hanging out with, like, really toxic people that we... So I see that they're toxic. Okay, this is completely hypothetical to all of Leo's friends. <laughs> I have nothing against you. <laughs> but I think it's healthy to also communicate that, like, just to 
be honest. This is a little bit off topic, but I do think a, a good friend also tells you when something, when maybe you're doing something that they don't think is completely right. You know, it's not always the people that are just like, yes, mans and just like hype you up, whatever you do. And are just like, yes, I think that's a great idea. Like do that, you know, message that guy, go on that day or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, I, I think true friendship is telling somebody something, even though you know it might be difficult for them to hear. Yeah, it's not what they want to hear, but it's what they need to hear. Yeah, and also I think actually getting to uni is really interesting because, or maybe even starting work because um, I guess at school people have known you for such a long time, so they maybe knew you from like a young age, saw you transition through all of those like awkward teen phases, and then at uni mm-hmm. nobody knows your past, so it's almost like you get to be friends with the people, like from with like the person that you are at that point. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does, it does. I, well, I get what you're saying, so. But I also think it's so special, the school friendships that do last. Because then they have all your history as well. Yeah. And if you are doing something or if you're asking for advice and they're able to be like, to connect the dots and be like, oh, I know that you're doing this because... Because you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can see like patterns in your behavior. Also, there's the nostalgic thing of it. It's just like reminiscing yeah. on your childhood with your childhood friends. I love doing that. It's just nice. I love reminiscing. Isn't it so weird, like, the shit that you used to do? <laughs> yeah. Or it's like when they tell you something and you're like, wait, I did that? Like, I don't remember being that yeah. type of person that would do that. I don't know who you're talking about. They're like, no, cut. Yeah. We're that person. Talking about relationships, because I've had my own experience with this, I think it can be so easy to like unintentionally kind of neglect your friendships just because you're so focused on like this new thing and it's so exciting and like Mm -hmm. you love that person so much and you want to spend all your time with them so then it's not even an active choice that you're making like oh I'm gonna now choose my boyfriend over my friends I don't think anybody wants to be that person yeah I think as a friend you need to kind of just put yourself in their shoes because I'm sure if you got into a new relationship, like you, it is so exciting. You do want to like spend mm. all your time with this new person that you you're with, but obviously, I don't know. It's like you need that ba- that balance between forgetting your, like not forgetting your friends. Um, but as a friend, you should respect that they're like making effort in their new relationship. I don't know. It's quite hard. I've had a bad experience. I lost all my friends from first year because of no. my relationship. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's just, well, it's a lot more <laughs> drama and tea spilling than just them, than just because I was spending yeah, so much time with that them. That can be really hard. I just think they'd like stop inviting me to things because they just assume that I would be with Ed. And it's like, but the thoughts would have been nice. Like, yeah. you just ask me if I wanted to join. I think I had like a moment after like, I think one year of my relationship where I kind of caught myself with it. I was like, oh, like not even intentionally, I think I'd put less effort into like uni friendships. So I kind of just had to actively then tell myself like, oh, you know, that's not who I want to be. I do want to be the person who, you know, prioritizes my friendships in the relationship because I actually think that that is like important to make the relationship healthy. You know, you don't want to end up five, 10 years down the line and you look at like the two of you and you're like, oh, like we've kind of lost all our friends along the way. Yeah. No, I get that as well. I think once you're comfortable in the relationship and like you're kind of in that security where you're not, you don't have to worry about yeah. it, that's when... So I think give your friends that leeway where it's like, okay, they're just trying to be secure in this relationship and then once they're comfortable 
and like know that they can balance then they will like if they are true friends they will then you know reach out again and try make that like extra effort with you does that make sense yeah I think there's no point in like then being resentful you know when they do come back and try and reach out again you know yeah (laughs) you had me at one point and you lost me sorry (laughs) now you lost me bitch (laughs) that actually is the next thing that we wanted to talk about is kind of like forgiveness in friendship because I actually I think that isn't as easily talked about or not as easily navigated as maybe in relationships what do you think? I have kind of different opinions on this because I do think that you should set the same standards for your friends as you do yeah. to your relationship in the way that maybe I didn't do when I was younger. Because, for example, if you looked at like a romantic relationship, you would want to make sure that they align with you, with your values. You would want to make sure that whenever you hang out with them, they make you feel good and like happy mm-hmm. and, you know, that they make you feel like important in their life or like make some sort of effort and all of these different things whereas I think sometimes in friendships we can kind of we can let a lot slide I think I'm the opposite in that I do think we're a little bit different because I think I let so much slide because I always like strive to keep the peace see I'm like I am a peacemaker but I think if you've like if you cross a line and I just think if you can make someone feel like shit once you're you can do it again so for me and I this might be from like a childhood trauma of like having a best friend and then like being completely fucked over um, yeah so like since then with friends I've just like I think I have a I put a wall up instantly whereas mm-hmm. with relationships I don't but and yeah with friendships I just I'm just like okay I'm gonna put a wall and like I'll be close to you and nice to you and like we can have fun but if you turn around one day and leave it's fine because I'm I'm like kind of expecting that so that's Aww. like my way of pro- yeah. that's my that's so dark but like that's my way of protecting myself to some extent so yeah if if someone were to hurt me once that's it like I'm, I'm done like I'll just tell them I'm like I don't want to be friends with someone that does that or makes me feel that way and that's it I, yeah. I actually like cut that person off I think that's good though I think it's good that you set those boundaries I don't know people make mistakes so I feel like I, that's something I'm trying to learn is just to be more, more forgiving yeah. in friendships because it will like maybe well comparing my friendship situation to yours I think you have way more close friends than me and it's my it might be because you are more forgiving whereas for me I'm like I just cut everyone I cut them off I'm like okay no don't want that person in my life and I'll just stop making effort because I'm like nope I think it's just again it's like a bit of balance right because it's not good to have no boundaries and always let things slide and all of this but also it is good to you know realize that not everybody is perfect and neither are friendships you know you kind of have to decide same as in a relationship if somebody messes up you know you wouldn't straight away go like okay bye but you have to decide like whether that person, that friendship is worth yeah. sort of the hardship True. that like you're going through in that moment. Yeah, it might be a t- trauma thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've also had actually similar things. Aren't those more painful than like heartbreaks? I swear to God, like friendship breakups are so much worse. <laughs> I think so. And I feel like it's never talked about because I think with friends, you kind yeah. of expect them to stay around forever. And, like nobody prepares you for like a friendship breakup yeah whereas romantic breakups it's kind of expected like we see it in movies all the time <laughs> or if like friendship fights happen in movies there's oh they always like make up there's never that like okay that's it friendship's over yeah and when in actual fact like i think friendship breakups can be like so heartbreaking i think the times i've cried the most is actually when i've been in fights with friends yeah it's so it's honestly horrible i think it's also if they're school friends, you you have to see them every day at school also, like, after fighting. And it's not the nice. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, I think if you... So, like, for me, with all the friends that I've cancelled, <laughs> um, 
I don't, it's not, I can just block them and like not see them again. So I feel like it's not as hard. Whereas if I had to see them every day, it would obviously just be, I am a nice person. Don't think I cut everyone off. I'm just traumatized. <laughs> I com I completely get that. Cause I do think that in school, it's way harder to like cut some of those, even to realize the toxic friendships, because I think at school, you're still so in that process of like trying to figure out who you are and trying to like figure out your place in your friendship group. And you kind of also want to like fit mm -hmm. in. And so then I think it can be hard. There is this like level of naivety to yeah. it. Yeah. Because retrospectively, that one yeah. friend that I did cut out in the end, I think I let it go on for, for way too long. Um, but I think that was really good, you know, mm -hmm. setting that boundary and being like, you know, this friendship isn't doing any good for me. And I think just because a, to a friendship is toxic, I think that doesn't mean that that person is toxic or that you are toxic. It just means that maybe like the combination of the two of you together is just clearly not working at that time. Like yeah. it could also be yeah. that maybe a few years down the line, you can be friends mm -hmm. again. Yeah. It just means you weren't in the right mind spaces to be friends with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because also I don't think you should accept everything in a friendship. You know, if, you, if you're if you stuck in a friendship where, you know, you, that person makes you feel bad about yourself or makes you constantly feel like, you know, you have to apologize for things or walk on eggshells around them. Oh. I don't think that is benefiting anybody if you keep that in your life yeah if you're if you have a friend that's that may that let's say you you had to like cancel a plan or or you were just not in the mood to talk and if they make you feel bad for it and make you feel guilty and then and then make you feel like you can't say anything without the fear of them taking it the wrong way and then making you feel bad for it then that's not like a friendship well it's, okay don't cancel them because that's not like my life is not a good example but you should <laughs> i think you should just like First, communicate. Be like, I don't like how you're making me feel. Like, yeah. like have this adulty, respectful conversation. Um, and then obviously, if they're not learning and they're still making you feel a certain way, then at some point there is like you need to just step aside and be like, this relationship is not good for my like mental health and my mental state. And just it might be hard to cut them off in in like that sh in the short time period, but then in the long term, it's just will be better for you yeah i think like open communication the same way as in romantic relationships i think also in friendships that's so key and it's something that like i think really struggled to be confrontational yeah and i think i'm now like actively trying to so if, if something does bother me like just to say it because i think it never it always has like a worse impact on the friendship or the relationship in the end if you keep things in because then you're just gonna let sort of resentment build up and then it's maybe potentially like just gonna explode at the end you know yeah and it's not going to be a situation where you can be like three years ago you said this to me and it's like yeah <laughs> or it's even just hard to communicate because you have that like resentment to the person but it's like yeah it's not something you can understand with words <laughs> i think like passive aggressivity is like the worst yeah because then it just like creates the sort of negative energy and then in that sense it's just so much better to just voice whatever mm -hmm. you're feeling at that point in time even if it's just something small, yeah. because then you can just like squash it in that moment and then you can just deal with it instead of letting it build up. Yeah. I think with like younger relationships, so when you are younger, like younger friendships, um, there is that like young, you know, immaturity and that can affect friendships. So I think some, well, one advice I just, I'd give and it's just based on me seeing um, forgiveness around me is someone might have really like messed you up when you were younger and affected your ability to make friends in the future but I think if they're reaching out to you a few years later and like trying to make amends and just 
set closure. I think be open to that because they've changed and you've changed as well. Um, and I think there's no point letting yeah. that like trauma affect you in your future life when that person is has changed and they won't make you feel that way anyways. Like they wouldn't make you feel that way now. So I think forg- forgiveness is good just for moving on and getting like self closure as well. Because you can forgive doesn't mean you doesn't yeah. mean you have to be friends with them. Just forgive them so that you don't have that like pain in your heart. Oh. <laughs> no, but I think because there's always two sides to every story. I think most of the time, if you sit down and listen to somebody speaking from their point of view, you're actually going to find yourself like seeing it from their perspective and being like, oh, I know, I do understand how you saw maybe my actions yeah. that way. Yeah. I think it's really just important to reflect on it when you're older. Yeah. And also maybe realize like where you may have gone wrong. Like it might be sometimes like a bit hard to think about where you as like a younger version or even if it's in your current life, you know, where you are now, like where maybe you might have done something to a friend which may have offended them or hurt them or made them feel bad. And even if it's unintentional from your point of view, like nobody, Mm -hmm. like we just said, like nobody's perfect. It's completely normal to maybe sometimes mess up yeah as long as you don't say i'm sorry you took it that way because <laughs> that's the worst thing anyone could say yeah, that's a fake apology i'm sorry you felt that way about what i said it's like don't just say <laughs> i would just say i'm sorry that that what i said offended you and i didn't mean it i don't know i feel like fake apology like in uh, yeah. inauthentic is that word yeah inauthentic apologies are actually the worst because I'd rather yeah. not get an apology than to get a fake one because you know that person doesn't mean it. It just makes you more upset yeah. and more angry. I think that's the one thing that annoys me in general about like people the most is when I feel like somebody's being like fake or inauthentic. I'd rather have somebody be almost mean to my face than if you can feel like somebody's being really fake nice. Yeah. And especially, I think it's a really bad sign if people talk very negatively in front of you about friends of theirs because then you know that they're likely going to be doing it about you as well. Yeah, I hate when you're put you're kind of like put in that situation where they're talking bad about someone and you obviously don't want to yeah. say anything cuz it's not like it's not first of all it's not nice to be saying any bad bad things about anyone else. I think also just like what's the point? What's the point of saying something bad about someone? It doesn't it doesn't benefit you in any way, so what's the point? Just don't. Yeah. Like if you want to if someone upset you and you want to think negatively, think it to yourself because just projecting that out loud is just not going to do anything. I think it's also like knowing the people that you can maybe sometimes vent to because obviously like I I think it is also good sometimes to let your feelings yeah. out and not so that you don't just like scream angrily at that person, which maybe would be like misdirected. Um because for example, like if I tell yeah. my parents something, I know that that's like yeah. a safe place where I can like event to them they put it into perspective as yeah, well exactly sometimes i hate that though because i just remember being a kid and like having friendship drama and going to my mom and being like mom this person did this and my mom's just like girl life is so much worse than your middle school <laughs> friendship problems and, I'm, and it's, it doesn't make me feel any better and also just makes me worried about the future because <laughs> i've been told that life gets worse so just <laughs> appreciate it now appreciate the middle school dramas because life just gets worse apparently (laughs) what would you say to your middle school self now oh that is such a that is such a deep thing i just tell i just tell her to just let it go and like if if this person wants to not come to your birthday party because they want to spend time with another person that was bullying you then that's their choice and and 
you are going to be 21 and like have good people in your life so just don't dwell on it and don't let it affect you that was so if this person listens to this that's so funny <laughs> it's like the, but like that actually traumatized me because i had like my best friend my best friend that's at that time i had a birthday yeah. party it wasn't just like a normal hangout it was for my birthday and she chose to hang out like go to a, a friend's house who the friend t- literally came up to my face and told me um she literally told me i'm gonna steal your best friend oh and then i know horrible people horrible girls but then she she ended up coming to my birthday party like three hours late and she came with a friend who was going to be picked up at the other house so she had an excuse to leave yeah so i'll just tell my, i'll just tell younger me to let it go and clearly me 20 21 now i'm still not letting it go <laughs> <laughs> I feel like birthday parties can be so dramatic at that I age. know. So I think I would tell younger me <laughs> that there will come good friends who will make you feel good about yourself and who will treat you right. And I think in general, like if, if friends ever make you feel the way that you feel like you have to change your behavior or kind of, you know, hide certain parts of who you are, that's also not normal. Like I think friends should just accept you for who you are and there will come friends who you can just be like 100% yourself yeah. with and who you don't have to feel insecure around. Those are the best friends though. Like the ones that you can yeah. you can be so goofy and show like your happy side and your sad side and just made yeah. made to feel comfortable with them. Like as long as you know that they will they will love you at your high and love you at your low, then like those are the people you want to keep in your life cuz and they're rare to yeah. find, which I th- I think they're rare to find cuz I I don't I'd say I only I have so two or three people in my life that are that I feel like I can do that with. I think it is like quality over quantity though. Like I don't think because yeah. it takes like time and effort to build that sort of level of trust. Yeah. Where you're like, because it it has to be proven by experience as well. Yeah. You know, like I know I can trust you fully because I have like come to you in certain situations and like, you know, talk to you about deeper things and I know that like you've been there for me, you've not judged me, and all of this. Yeah. But <laughs> you know that doesn't just come from like a few a few months of like chatting or like going to parties together or yeah. whatever you know i'm so triggered though when people say when people say like oh, you're my best friend i'm like no i don't like that word best friends don't exist friends exist not best friends. <laughs> <laughs> i think that was such a big deal during oh. school wasn't it? it's like oh my god you're my best friend yeah it was a word that was just like thrown around i think that's another thing that like changes as you're older again friendships just serve different purposes so i don't think you can compare friendships to each other in the same way like you can't rank them of like this is my bestest friend and this is my second bestest friend. yeah it's such a weird concept that there is like that best friend because like a hierarchy there shouldn't be no there shouldn't be i don't know I, I, well it's like you said earlier different friends serve different purposes so you can have that one friend that you you love to just spend time with and have fun and like not have the serious like the serious yeah. aspect of your of your friendship but then you can have other friends that you know you can go and talk to um for like yeah. really deep things but that doesn't make them less of like it doesn't make even you can't compare it they're, they're completely different friendships so you can't compare what's better what's worse i don't know yeah fully agree i'd say my advice to someone would be i think as you get older lower your expectations in friendships because people go through so much as it is like adulting is hard so people have a lot of things to be worrying about like their own personal life their own like work you know finding jobs just just things that you can't imagine so i just think lower your expectations if they want to talk to you they'll open up to you if they don't want to open up to you respect that like just be open 
um, be willing to like talk to someone if they need to talk to someone and just I think respect that people are just changing yeah and that's not a bad thing like people can change and you can like either you change sort of parallel you know you kind of change in the same direction or you change but you kind of still get along or you you change and you drift apart and that is also fine you know and I and I think sometimes that's difficult to accept that maybe you know a friendship that used to be really close isn't as close anymore but I don't think that that's something that you should you know feel bad about or like beat yourself up about or even you know put the blame on a different yeah it doesn't make the friendship less like less significant in your life it just means the memories that you've had with that person like the memories that you've had with that person will always be there and just because they're changing and they're like yeah just because you're drifting apart doesn't mean that that friendship wasn't worth something because it was still such an important part of you growing up and and like your stage in that life I think that's something people don't think about they think you know you have friends and you you're they're there for life but chances are they're not like you will you will be friends with someone and then things will happen and you'll drift apart but that's normal that doesn't make the friendship less important I don't think there's this one quote which I I've forgotten how it goes but it's something like oh people enter your life for a reason for a season or for a lifetime or something like that which I think is very true like it can be it can mean that you know even maybe you just spend one night with this person you know the the amazing friendships that you make on like girls bathrooms on like a night out (laughs) yes when you're just young you're like oh my god your dress looks amazing (laughs) that's my favorite moment oh my god your makeup is so nice (laughs) and that in that moment you know that's so special it makes you feel really good i love those moments yeah so i think it can be sometimes just a person that you meet very fleetingly but they still have an impact on you and then sometimes it can be a friendship that just lasts for a few years a few months whatever and then you have those great memories and you know that just because it ends it doesn't it shouldn't take away from those memories that you've made together and then sometimes yes there are some friends that you know stay for a lifetime and I think that is obviously equally as special yeah I think that's good then maybe friendships and romantic relationships are actually way more similar yeah more similar than we thought I've just realized that from our conversation is that you should really treat them the same way because they basically are the same thing yeah and also (laughs) I guess prioritize them in the same way because I do think I've maybe sometimes caught myself in like, oh, you know, I, me and this person are always going to be friends and then maybe you put less effort into something or maybe like don't reach out as much because you're like, oh, no, it's fine, you know. Yeah. But yeah. you don't realize that, oh, actually, you know, sometimes you do have to reach out or you do have to make that little bit of extra effort because friendships also have to be kind of like tended to in the same way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We thought we thought we'd end this episode with quotes again because we we really enjoyed doing that last time and I think people enjoyed that as well. Um, so just like friendship quotes that we think are just quite nice and we could relate to. So Leah, what what's your quote? Um, okay, I have two quotes. <laughs> I have one jokey one which is not to be taken seriously, but I was scrolling on Pinterest and I found this <laughs> quote and it made me laugh. <laughs> and then I've got one more serious quote. My first quote is. <laughs> Friends are like condoms. They protect you when things get hard. Nice. <laughs> I think it's just a beautiful quote, you know? Yeah, but con- condoms are only like 99% reliable, so... <laughs> Guess same as friendships. <laughs> yeah, same as friendships. <laughs> they can rip. They could rip and ruin your life and cause long-term <laughs> consequences you don't want to deal with. Okay, now a different uh, a more serious <laughs> quote um it says friendship is not just a word or some kind of liability it is a silent promise that i was i am 
and I will always be there for you. That is like a wedding vow. <laughs> that is so sweet. Cara, I'd get friendship married for you. I would too. <gasps> and we can have like our podcast playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> a theme tune in the background. Yeah. Yeah. As we walk down, down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. My quote is not it's not too serious, it's just a nice light one. And mine is just stay close to people who feel like sunshine. I think that's so sweet. Oh my god. Because I love that. So sun okay, so the I know, because the feeling you get when you're, like, you know when sun, like, the sun yeah, is hitting you, like you feel nice and warm. Yeah, and you need to be around people that make you feel like that. That is so true. And they feel, and they just feel, like, nice warmth and, like, just a nice bright light in your day that you can, you can just think about and be happy. Yeah. Oh, what a nice note to end off the podcast. I know. <laughs> I hope everyone who's listened has enjoyed this rambly episode. <laughs> yeah, this was very, this was not that structured, I don't say. It was just like a fun chit-chatty podcast where we were just like talking about our friendship experiences. Yeah, don't take anything we say ever too seriously. Yeah, please don't. We hope you enjoyed this episode though. And um, hopefully you can join us next week when we talk about something else, which we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hope you have a great day and speak to you next week. Yeah, stay safe. Bye.